Not about race. It's, it's not about color of skin. It's about, are you covered by the blood of Jesus? That he will grant you, give you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened, to, made, to be made mighty through his spirit, the Holy Spirit, in your inner man, which means your spirit, your born-again spirit. He said, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that, that you may be rooted and grounded in love, that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, the height, to, to know the love of Christ, which passive knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness. Listen, in this human temple, in this body, to be filled with all the fullness of God. Today, my, my thought is still just on to be strengthened through his spirit in our inner man. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, move Tracy out the way and allow your unction to be made mighty on me this afternoon. Father, even now, I can't do it, but you can. So speak what you want to speak. Say what you want to say. Give power even through my weakness. Give power, especially through my weakness. Give power. Then, oh, Father, let there be a, a spirit in the house, the Holy Spirit, that will make us hear with our spirit, see with our spiritual eyes, that we may comprehend what the Spirit is saying. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Did you know that unless the Holy Spirit is in you to enable you to do what you do for God, what you do for God, God don't want? Amen. Ah. <laughs> I done messed some religion up already. God don't want self-effort. God is not impressed with us trying to please him. God is not looking at our do's and our don'ts. God is looking at our hearts. And watch this. And unless he has changed your heart, there's nothing from your heart that is good enough. Unless we've been born again, God is not pleased because unless it's through his spirit, it is religion and not relationship. The, the problem is, is that did you know that the church is really a powerful giant? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Then my question is, if we're giant and we got all this power, why is it that the world seems to be moving in the church instead of the church moving into the world? If, if we are a giant, why, is it, it's, why does it seem as though we're getting weaker while the things of the world are getting stronger? If we are God 
God's image on the earth, why is it it seems like that we're losing? And don't get me wrong. Bible says that, that, that the world will get worse, but, but it never said that we're supposed to be getting worse with the world. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I told you, sometimes it's hard to tell whether it's the world or the church, what is spiritual, what is worldly. Sometimes it looks almost Listen, and it's not on God's part. Somehow Satan has infiltrated the church to the place that we have allowed religion to replace relationship. And religion doesn't have power. Religion sounds good. Religion looks good. It has, a, it has a form of godliness, but it doesn't know the power of God. And unless we are operating in the power, listen, in the power of God, we can't fight our enemy. Notice that, that Paul wants to talk about love, but before he talks about love, he talks about this strengthening and, and empowering in the Christian spirit because I believe that you can't even recognize the love of God till the Holy Spirit allows you to. The Holy Spirit can be right here all around you and you don't even know he's there because unless your spirit is open to his presence, you can't sense that God is right there. Satan has done a good job of go back to sleep. Here, you want some milk? Here goes some milk. Here goes some chocolate chip cookies. Here you go. Okay, go back to sleep. I, 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 I dare you to start waking up. Because once you start waking up, the devil gets afraid. And he's going to throw everything at you. Some of you are going through what you're going through because the devil is afraid of you. Oh, uh, y'all didn't hear that. Y'all, y'all didn't hear that. Some of y'all looking like I'm crazy. Wait a minute. You are the temple of God. The Holy Ghost is inside of you. The devil is afraid that you begin to know who you really are because he's afraid that if you ever stand up and be what God has called you to be, you're going to tear his kingdom down. So it be who? Listen, the devil isn't on the corners. He got them. The devil comes to church every Sunday. I said, aren't you sleepy? He comes 
and, and make sure that somebody don't talk to you so you sitting there with an attitude. And if you got an attitude, you're not listening what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. You're playing with the baby. You're, 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 you're texting on your phone, and you're not texting God because the last time I realized, God don't text. God is much more advanced than that. God, God have a way of speaking to your spirit. He makes the word come up in you. God will prompt you. God will move you. God will. So, so Paul feels like it's important but that, the, that the church of Ephesus and us, that, that we be strengthened to overcome this dual personality we got. And listen, though you are born again, your old nature haven't went nowhere. Now, now I said, his power has been broken, but he still is alive and well if you don't know how to subdue him. The problem isn't lack of power. The problem is lack of knowledge. I think we got an image problem. I think all of mankind got an image problem. Because if we really understood that we were made in the image of God, the things we are in, we wouldn't be in. How can I say this? Some things are beneath us. When you know who you are, you don't get tangled up in certain things. But when the devil tells you that you're nothing and no good, you almost accept. You are not what happened to you. You are not what somebody said you are. You are not what passed down through your family. When you've been born again, there has been a change on the inside and a renewing of who you are. Scripture shows this. Was listening to a CD by Dr. Green who came in from, from I forgot where he came in from, but he was teaching at, at, at Dr. Farrell's church. He's an expert in Hebrew, and you got to understand that, that, that in any translation, when you translate one language to another, you lose a whole lot in that translation. The more I dig into the Greek, the more I dig into the Hebrew, the more I realize that when I approach any text, I better go back and try to go into the original language to find out what is happening because there's some dimensions that you miss. The two names for God in the Bible, now, now he, he, he will add, you know, uh, endings to it, like he needs he banner, uh, uh, Rapha, provider. But, but the two names that you hear most of the time is Elohim and Yahweh. To be honest with you, in the original language, there is no such thing as, as Jehovah. You know where Jehovah comes from? The Jewish people was afraid to, to pronounce God's name, Yahweh. 
<laughs> so what they did was they came up with a name that meant God, but it prevented them because they were scared to pronounce the name Yahweh. They had such a fear for God that they even stayed away from his name. <laughs> so, 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 so they added some letters and said, well, we're going to call him Jehovah because, because cause, cause we're going to play it safe. Because we are afraid he's going to strike us dead just in case we don't say his name right with the right intent. So Genesis chapter 1, 1 begins and it says, God, but it used the name Elohim. Elohim gives that he is, he is supreme, he is creator, he is awesome, he is mighty. And, 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 and he is all of that. Don't get me wrong. He is all of that. But, but you know what? There's people who don't know him who still see God as that. Every religion that, that has a God, see, their God is mighty, supreme, creator. They, they don't know him as Elohim. They don't know the real God. But that is a general concept of God. That's what God means, is that he created everything. He's all-powerful. He's supreme. He's, he's ruler. But what you see in Genesis chapter 2, when God begins to create man, when he begins to create man in the form, all of a sudden, Genesis 2 changed to Lord God. Lord God is Yahweh Elohim. Do you know what Yahweh means? Yahweh's me, the God of relationship. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. The covenant God. Listen, when he starts making man, he said, yeah, I am the creator and all that, but I want you to know me in your personal everyday life. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm not just going to be Elohim to, to you. I'm going to be Yahweh to you. I'm the God who is right here, right now, with you, for you, to walk with you. I'm all of that, but I'm all of this. <laughs> I made all of that, but I came to walk with you that you may know me. Matter of fact. I made you in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. I made your spirit out of my spirit. I formed you in Genesis chapter 2. I formed your body, but I created your spirit. I created your spirit before I made your body. Then when I made your body, I took my breath and I took the breath of life, but you got to understand, there is no life without me, so I must be born into you my life. So I... So that you may know me as the God of your covering, the God of your relationship, the God of your life. 
that's what the Garden of Eden was all about. It was heaven on earth. It was, it was, it wasn't have to, you didn't have to go to heaven. Heaven was down here. <laughs> all that heaven is, Eden was. Because that's where Adam and Eve fellowship with God. Did you know that God replaced us in a place of Satan? That's why Satan don't like you. God told Satan, I don't need you. Let me take something weaker than you. Let me take something that's not even like you and do with him what I wanted to do with you. Why do you think he comes through a serpent in Genesis chapter 3? Because Satan is always trying to mess up God's plan. But did you know that God started the end before the beginning? So he already knew what Satan was going to do in Genesis 3. That's right. That's why he wrote Revelations. Because he knew what he was going to do to defeat his enemy. So watch this. Genesis chapter 3. Watch this conversation. Watch this conversation. Now the serpent was more cutting. Not snake, serpent. Because apparently the serpent had legs. The curse on the serpent is the legs was taken away. It's because he allowed Satan to get any to use him. But any other beast of the field which the Lord God has made. Notice, Lord God. The writer writes, Lord God. Yahweh. Elohim. And listen, and he said to the woman has What's missing? Not God of relationship. The far away God. The God that made everything, but not personal God. Whenever Satan is going to tempt you or make a sin, he don't come reminding us of our relationship with Jesus. Amen. You know what he does? He makes you already feel far away from God. So when you get ready to do what you're going to do, it's not the God right here. It's the God way over here. Y'all see what I'm talking about? Not relationship God. Just creator God. He speaks. Now I said, has God not said? Then he said, you should not eat of every tree of the garden. Next verse. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden. And Adam's saying, right there, ain't saying nothing. Oh, uh, 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 he already he has dominion. All he has to say is leave. <laughs> All he has dominion. He can tell Satan to go, and Satan is going to go with his tail between his legs. <laughs> but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of garden, as he said, look what she says. 
not Lord God. God, let me explain what's going on here. Come here. Kenny's my father for the day, for this hour. want him to take advantage of the situation. <laughs> for this half hour, for this minute. <laughs> if, 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 if I'm in his house and I'm a teenager, I don't like what he wants me to do, and I come up against him Guess what has happened in my heart with my relationship with my father? Though I'm standing here in order to come up against the one that birthed me, took care of me, fed me, clothed me, gave me key to the cars, who, who was good to me, said he was a good father, but because I done got caught up in my rebellious ways, even though I'm standing here, my heart is way over there. You got me. Guess what happens when, 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 when Satan has convinced us to, to, to do our own thing, to do our own will. I don't care how much you in church, but if there is some area in our life where we are not submitted to God, we're here, but we are really... You can't tell me that you can do your own thing and be living close to Jesus. You can't tell me that you can be walking. I don't care how much we shout on Sunday. If there's some place in our life where we have refused to submit, I don't care how, how, how holy you think you are. I don't care, I don't care how long you've been coming to church. You are far from your God. And you see him as Elohim and not as Yahweh. Religion keeps us away from God. The God of covenant. The God that comes by your side. The God that rocks you to sleep. The God that will wake you up in the middle of the night and say, I want you to pray with me. To me. The God that will come when you wipe, when, when you cry, He will wipe the tears from your eyes. The God will give you peace in the midst of the storm. The God will let you know that everything is okay. That's Yahweh. That's the call God of relationship. You know what? Satan tactics have not changed. Thank you, brother. He moves us from seeing Yahweh. Elohim. We think it's about the end result. No, 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 no. Listen, uh, Otis was talking to me. He said, man, you know, I, I was studying my text. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, the text says that we can grieve the Holy Spirit. Stand up again, Kenny. When we are not close to our Father, the Holy Spirit is grieved. Jesus is grieved. God the Father is grieved. You know why he grieves? Because he's the one who desires relationship. Even when we don't. 
My question to us is this. Have we allowed anything to move us out of? Yes, Lord Jesus. See, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about being close or far. The blood covers right or wrong. Now it's about close or far. Listen, the blood washed the, the, washed the, the beginning from the end. The, the blood washed my past, my present, and my future. But how close am I going to walk with him? <laughs> Relationship says, Lord, I want to be closer. Religion said, I did everything I was supposed to today. Let's, 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 let's go down the list. Religion makes you think you better than other folks. Relationship make you realize you saved by the same grace they're saved by. <laughs> oh. Religion makes you think that you are a bag of chips and a pop too. Relationship said, if it had not been for Jesus, on my side. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Religion trying to make you forget where you've been. Relationship helped you to use it to say, I've been where you at. Let me show you how to overcome that because I'm telling you, I was worse than you. But the love of Jesus Religion makes you judge folks. Jesus makes you love folks. My question today, would you rather have religion or relationship? There's something about relationship that makes you shout and run when you don't know why you shouting. All you know he's been good to me. But my brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is, Satan is always trying to get us to get religious. See, religion can't set you free. But there's something about getting closer to Jesus that makes everything go right. Uh, uh, you can feel the chains popping. You can feel, say, I don't do that no more. Oh, that just popped off too. Oh, Lord, thank you for a new attitude. Thank you for a new walk. Thank you, Lord. I'm looking more like you. Thank you, Lord. Watch this, 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 watch this. Watch this. Let me go through this. Satan is a deceiver. Genesis 5. Genesis 5 is after the fall. It's after the fall. Now things change. Things change. Things change. It says, this is the book of genealogy of Adam. In the day God created him, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them, male and female, and blessed them and called them mankind in the day that they were created, their spirit. 
and Adam lived 130 years and begot a son, watch this, in his own likeness after his own image. My question is, what happened to the image of God? You can't produce what you don't got. <laughs> you know why we got an image problem? Because we was born in, in the image of our mom and dad, and it really comes down through the male. And, and, and no matter how much you try to run from it, unless something greater than you breaks it, we still get caught up in what we was born from. Yes, sir. Amen. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so don't look your nose down on nobody because if we look in your family history, <laughs> your family history don't look that much better than my family. Matter of fact, we all got a Jack family history at some point or another. Okay, you come from money? Well, where did they get the money? They... Oh, y'all don't know, y'all know. That's why in the New Testament, it said, you must be born again. Now, what he's saying is, he said, I'm going to give you a new heart, a new spirit, that I want you to live, I'm going to give you the power to overcome your struggles. I'm going to give you power. He said, but, but wait a minute, it's in your spirit, man, not in your natural, man. But you got to learn how to walk in your spirit, man. Listen, the word of God tells us who we are in spite of what we've been through. Faith enables us to overcome what we've been through and our feelings. Now, at some point, we got to make a choice. I'm either going to believe God, or I'm going to believe where I've been. I'm going to believe what God says about me. I'm going to believe how I feel. I'm going to believe what God says. I'm going to believe what happened to me. I'm going to believe what God says. Or I'm going to believe my, my past. I'm going to believe what God says about me. Or I'm going to be just like my daddy. And whether we know or not, we all are making choices based on what we believe. And guess what? God cannot empower us to overcome what we don't think we can overcome until we believe him at his word that we have already overcome. But you know what? But you know what we do? We don't deal with it. When I'm not dealing with mine, I'm going to talk about yours. Because as long as I can talk about yours, it made me feel better about mine. 
Uh, <laughs> you hear some chains breaking. <laughs> okay. See, you see, you see, see the reason, the reason I'm so critical about you, because I'm not dealing with. When I start dealing with me, I'm gonna have mercy on. Jesus is now in Romans chapter 5. I didn't give it to them. He is now the He is now the second Adam. So we are either walking in the first Adam or the second Adam. And when it says that it means you're either walking in the image, the fallen image of the first Adam that, that uh, all that bad stuff comes from, or we are walking in our new image in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man, if any man, to, to turn this says to anybody, if anybody, it doesn't matter about your past. It, no matter about your history, if anybody is now in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Your old stuff has been wiped clean. Now you got a new source to work from. You don't have to be what you used to be. You, 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 you can now, there's power now for you to walk in Jesus. Now, if I go back to our text in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, it says that God has now created in you a new man that is made after the righteousness and holiness of Christ Jesus. Listen, it's already in you whether you know how to walk in it or not. Listen, you don't have to create anything. Be who you are in Christ Jesus. Listen. I heard somebody say this, say, say, well, I, I'm just like my dad, and I can't help it. Oh, yes, you can if you're in Christ Jesus. Which dad are you like? Your earthly dad or your heavenly dad? You have a choice now. You know what? I thank God for the choice. Listen, he says, he says, he says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, he says, he said, he said work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Then he goes on to say, he said, because it is God with you and in you to work out of you what he put in you. He has given you the power and the will. Listen, listen, listen watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. And this, this, is, this is amazing. I'm mad at him, and part of me don't want to forgive him, but part of me do. Do you know that the old man don't want to forgive him? But the new man wants to forgive him. Did you know it's God in the new will that's given me the will to want to forgive him? Hold on. The old man that want to stay mad ain't gone nowhere. But there's something inside of me 
that won't let me sit comfortable yes. being mad at him. Yes, sir. Uh, now, now I know y'all. I know y'all know what I'm talking yes. about. I know y'all been there. Yes, I know y'all been there. Yes. Okay. Now, now watch this. Watch this. The old man want to get revenge. The new man said, "Don't get revenge." Listen. Thank God for the internal fight. When you fight with yourself like that, that's mean you're saved. When you're not fighting with yourself, you better check who you belong to. <laughs> now watch this. I can yield to the old nature or the new nature. Watch this. He don't even have to for, ask for forgiveness because when I forgive him, I'm not freeing him, I'm freeing me. Amen. You got to get to the place you, you, you refuse for anybody to hold you down. I don't know about you. I've come too far to get into a chicken fight. I've been through too much to allow some petty stuff. And even if it's a hard thing, I still want to trust God to get me over it because I've been through too much to let anybody stop me move forward in Christ Jesus. Some of you are stuck because of what somebody did, said, look. You know, some folks, you walk around still stuck and they done forgot what they did. And you stuck. There, there's, some, there's some folks done gone to heaven and you still stuck. The devil is alive. And God says, wait a minute, God says, I have given you the power and the will. If you just say yes to me, don't you know God will do the work? There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in your salvation. Can you imagine? The devil wants me to shut up right now because he don't want you to catch this. Couldn't sleep last night. Now I know why I couldn't sleep last night. Because the devil didn't want me to preach this. He's afraid that if we ever catch on to what God has already done in you. Turn to your neighbor and say, in me, in me. In me, in you, in you. It's already in you. Your victory is already in you. Overcoming power. You know what? We got to get to the place that we're not just saying it, but we believe in it. You have a different attitude when you begin to trust God at his word. Listen, we are either walking in faith, but if you're walking in fear, fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. Now, I can be concerned but walking in fear is something totally different. 
And when God says he's going to be with you, you got to trust him. He's going to be with you. I don't know about you, but, but I, 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 I saw Susan, my cousin, and the doctors kept on coming in who had not spent no time with her son would shake their head and give her a bad report. But wait a minute. This is what you need to see. She sat by her son's side and she saw her son blink his eyes. She saw her son moving her hand. And this is what she kept on saying. I see the beginning of his improvement. And I just believe that my God is going to raise him up. The doctor would come in and they would say, squeeze my hand, I don't feel no squeeze. He's brain dead. Take him off the breathing machine because even if he does live, he's going to be a vessel all of his life and there's no life to live. You know, sometimes, sometimes you got to talk up for what you know. She said to the doctor, said, I respect you as a doctor, but my God has the last word. You can't tell me after spending five minutes with him, and I've been here for three days, and I can tell you what I see. I see the beginning of his healing, and I believe my God is going to heal him. So if we got to move him to Drake, let's move him. But I'm not unhooking him from the respirator. My, 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 my problem is, is this. We're believing the devil's report instead of God's report. We're believing what we see instead of what we know. The word of God is true whether you believe it or not. But you can only walk in the power of it when you make a choice that you're going to trust it. Listen, I'm going to trust it or die trying. I'm going to see God bring about a change or I'm going to wait till he take me home. One way or another, I got my eyes on God. Wait a minute. We hear the psalmist. The psalmist said, I look to the hills, but what's coming my help. I thought there was something wrong with that. Because why do you look to the hill? Until you go to Israel, and what you see is there's hills everywhere. Huh. Hold on, wait a minute. And God will meet them on top of the hill. Do, do I need to prove it? He told Abraham, take your son Isaac on top of the hill. And the Lord God, Yahweh Elohim, 
met him on top of the hill. And there's a realm in the bush on top of the hill. While Moses was walking up one side, the realm was making his way up the other side because God called the realm to meet Abraham on top of the hill. Well, I remember the prophet Elijah. He went on top of the hill. Uh, Y'all don't hear me. And he was battling the, 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 the prophets of Baal. And, and, and God calls fire to come down and burn up his sacrifice on top of the hill. Wait a minute, I'm not through yet. There's still some hill theology. Don't you see Jesus make his way to the Mount of Transfiguration? where he is transformed and he's shining like the sun. And, and Peter said, it's good that we hear, Lord. It was on top of the hill. Hey, hey, there's one more. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We like to say that the cross was at the hill. But it probably really wasn't. You see, because that hill is contradictory to what the Romans would do. The Romans would put you on that street level. The Romans would strip you naked and beat you bad. See, his face was so bad that you couldn't recognize him. His body was worse than any man. Hold on, hold on. He wasn't way up. He was. And as you walked the street, you saw what they did. And the Romans were sending the message, don't mess with us. Because if you mess with us, this is going to happen to you. See, we don't get the heal at Calvary. But you know where we get an ascension? See, Calvary was on Friday. Uh But I want you to know, here comes Sunday. See, Friday they took him down and they buried him low. See, no matter how low you go, no matter how bad it gets, Don't give up because God always has the last move. You need to tell Satan, you don't know who I am, do you? I just don't know Elohim. I know Yahweh. I know the God of my salvation, the God of my covenant agreement, the God who loves me. And no matter how low I go, my God is in the valley with me. He's the lily of the valley. My God, my God surrounds me. I can't help but praise him. Do I have any valley praisers in the house? That you're not just praising on top of the mountain but you have learned how to praise him in your valley. 
you ought to get excited in the valley that that the lower you go, the higher you ought to praise. You know why? When you get so low that folks can't see you. When you get so low that your friends can't reach you. When you get so low that people are shaking their heads. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for a miracle. Is there anybody in the house that needs a miracle? Well, our God is a miracle-working God. Hey, 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 hey. Our God is God. Our God is God. I am who God says I am. I am. May not look like you right now, but I am who God says I am. I am. I am because God says I am. And if God says I am, I am. I am. I am. Because he is. Because he is. Because he is my Yahweh, my Yahweh. He is, he is, he is, he is, he is, he is. I am because he is, I am because he is. preachers who wants to talk to you that you may know this great God this awesome God this God who wants to have a personal one-on-one relationship with you that will give you the power to overcome the power to go through because he will make you what he has called you to be. Oh, he's good. Oh, he's awesome. Today, God is calling you because he loves you. Today. Come on. Let's pray together. Let's go to Jesus together that you may experience the person